This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yeah, it's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. Coming up on TMS, injured in an accident? Call the law offices of Carbuncle, Pedestal, and Dolman. The goddamn butterfly. Pounding that caffeine. My heart's alone. Love, death, and Groot. Crisis on infinite movie situations. Losing the third elephant of the apocalypse. Sorry, Mario, but your cat is in another airport. Pour it, ready for another. Coffee. It's what's for dinner. You didn't name a song, you named a video. Holiday Swingers Express. Turn your pineapple upside down right now. Tell me more, tell me more, did it poop on your head? Melts my cheese just nicely. DC separates their shit with Steven and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. And the whole time I was watching my carpet, I was worrying that I, I might vomit. <laughs> <laughs> She's only your girl because she ain't had a taste of the Duke yet. This is the Morning Stream. Good morning and welcome to TMS. It's the Morning Stream for Monday, August 1st, 2022. I'm Scott Johnson. That's Brian Ibbett. Hi. Hi, Scott. Hi. Hey, man. New month. How you feeling on a new month? Brand new month, and my I'm checking my coffee here is not. It doesn't appear to be uh, heating in my ember mug. It Uh is. It is cooling off, and I'm not happy about it. Uh So I'm I'm logging into the app, or I'm I'm going into the app, and I'm realizing, crap! I have to log into the app to heat my coffee. What's What's wrong with this world, Scott? That's pretty effed up. Wait, was that always true? You had to heat it up, or to heat it up, you had to log in? No, no, the app the. I thought the app and the uh, base were completely independent. The app just reports and says, all right, your prime uh, temperature of 135 degrees has been achieved. Enjoy your coffee. Yeah, I would have thought that too. I think, and, and maybe it is, and maybe it's just... Uh, 
Wouldn't it be sad Maybe if it like died is... today and it's like out of warranty and stuff? You'd be just oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah, be very sad. I have to go get. I don't know if I'd one. replace it. I love it, but I don't know. God, I do like. How convenient like, has it gotten for you? That's the question, right? Yeah, it's gotten very convenient. You know, I mean, I do have my, I have my giant carafe, yep. which I'll probably, you know, as usual, finish. Which yep. I'm sure all that caffeine's real good for me. It must be. It has to be over time. Just just pounding yourself with caffeine. Just, just so good. Yeah, yeah um, must be. And uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but when I pour that into the thing, that that's still piping hot. That is still steam rising from the coffee, piping hot. Because mm. um, it's so it's it's insulated and does a good job at what it. it yeah, it's, my it's problem done. is that I just don't drink coffee fast enough, and so it cools off too quickly. Right. I mean, there are people who are like, pour it, ready for another. Pour it, ready for another. You know, they're like uh, <laughs> the coffee achievers. They're the coffee generation that Jeff Lynn was singing about in the eighties. Yeah. What was the best part of waking up for those? Hold folks? on tight to your dreams. That's right. They know. They Remember know the what's coffee? up. What was the? What was? The, what was that advertising? It was the Coffee Achievers. Uh, don't rem- so best part of waking up was. Fu- uh, uh, that's a different thing. That's a different thing. Yeah, that's it's a whole different thing. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think just the different ones. What would it advertise? Um, I found the commercial. If you want, uh, yeah, put it in the Discord. I'll play it. All right. Okay. Let's see Here if we can't in suss this the, out. This in the Discord, and we'll get a little Jeff Lynn music. So prepare that cease and desist. Sweet, that'll be good. Actually, here, I'll pause you. Heart too. mixes a new record. Fantastic. <laughs> Why is this? Oh, here we go. Okay, I got to turn it on. You are the new coffee generation. Because coffee is the calm moment that lets you think. Coffee gives you the time to dream it and the vitality to do it. Heart's sitting there going, Barracuda, getting ready to do Barracuda. <laughs> No other drink does that like coffee. Oh, it's just the National Coffee Association. The National Coffee Association. Okay, yeah. all right. Okay, like beef when they do, or the other white meat, or all that stuff. Beef, it's what's yeah. for dinner and all that. Interesting. Yep. Big coffee. Oh, there's a second one with uh, David Bowie and... Uh, <laughs> it's, what what uh, was their deal with musicians? They were trying to get the youth in there? I think so, yeah, exactly. Hey, kids, Hart likes coffee. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, Hart. Hart is cool. Barracuda. Well, anyway, uh, so there you have quick, it. Quick, name another heart song. Quick, quick um, do it. hold name on, hold song. on. Uh, the one where uh, uh, where she, where she's uh, they keep cutting away from the other one, the one because the the video people didn't think she was pretty enough anymore, <laughs> so they kept showing the redhead. Um, uh, yeah, and I she's think going I know exactly which one. I think you're talking about alone. <laughs> alone. That's it. How can I get you alone? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that, nice you still technically didn't name a song. You named a video and uh, and a yeah. I a didn't quite. Get, I didn't quite video. get there. But I I gotta say, like I think I like early more rock and roll. Uh, oh, heart. for sure. Yeah, like Magic Man and Little Queen, Goddamn Butterfly. I mean, Diane Butterfly. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. That's how I always always sing. <laughs> See the Goddamn Butterfly <laughs> up in the air. He that's likes a good one. Fly. Good misheard lyric lyric to use, even God if even if you know it. <laughs> Those were great, and when they went like <clears throat> they went like Starship in the eighties a little bit, you know. Yeah, they did. They did with especially that that all I want to do is make love to you song. Was that was that hearts jumping the shark moment? A little bit. I, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, and then when they kept just videoing the pretty one, I went, "All right, I'm out. I'm done." Nancy. Yeah. Nancy. Uh, all right, check this out. I got a little Loki update for you. 
Oh, excellent. Uh, I'm almost done. I got one left. And uh, Ooh, look at you. That show's great. I really like yeah, it. It is. Um, I think... How much of a crush do you have on Sylvie? Sylvie Loki. A, ma- a massive crush. At first, I yes. was, hated her because I was pissed at her because I thought she yeah. was just evil. Yeah. But that's all, you know, it's all relative until you learn what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the big shift in... I don't want to give anything away, but the whole... What's what? What oh, do they call? Believe me, you're the last one the tadpole to watch it. The whole <laughs> you're not giving anything. Away. The whole the whole variant storyline about who might yes. be one or not that got real interesting. I think it's awesome. Yeah. I really dig it. So yeah, how do you like the appearance of uh, Richard E. Grant as as like straight up comic book Loki? Oh yeah, no, he's great. He's like um, I guess I didn't ex- I had no expectation for that. And the first time you see him is in the I think it's episode. Four the, or five yeah, the stinger. Cut, the end scene, right? The stinger. Yeah. yeah. And then they give him a quick credit after it happens. <laughs> yes. So I was like, oh, Richard E. Grant, what are you doing, Mr. Oscar winner? What are you doing over here in this uh, Loki right. business? But uh, it's very it's very cool. Uh, so anyway, I'll finish it up, give you a final uh, vibe on it, and, and probably cool. tomorrow. I'll probably get it today. Yeah. Oh, so much great setup for what's to come with phases. I believe what's to come with phases five and six. What's, what what happens in that last episode you're about to watch? Oh, I'm glad to hear that because that makes me more excited about those phases than I was probably than I probably yeah. was. So that's that's yes. good. I think it's really good. I think the music and the sets and the like the look of it and the tone of it mm-hmm. is really the big surprise for me. And I really mm-hmm. really like that stuff. So uh, yeah. whoever made those choices, they were the right ones, and I love the vibe. It's very very good. Cool. Yeah, we're just like a week and a half from the next one with the the She Hulk. Mm. And I am Groot, which um, which are, is a bunch of shorts. It's basically love, death, and Groot. Yeah, love, death, and Groot. <laughs> it'll probably be a little like the more Disneyified, like the the Big Hero yeah, Six it'll ones. Yeah, Pixar, like stuff you'd see. Yeah, the Big Hero Six oh. one is really good. By the way, you should watch that. It's fantastic. Yeah, that's what I hear. The Baymax yeah. uh, show. Carter, I hear that's really good. Carter was raving about it. I watched the first one. She's right. It's great. It's very good. But it, just, um, it yeah. just all of a sudden made me think, oh my God, how cool would it be if Marvel started doing Marvel character Pixar shorts, style Pixar shorts before each movie. So like you get, you know, like fun characters like Squirrel Girl and Modoc and Impossible Man, which would be perfect for that sort of thing. Yeah, not and not necessarily for some big live action treatment. So instead make them little, little pre-movie shorts. I'd love yeah. that. Yeah. Nothing oh. wrong with that. Marvel, if you're listening, hey, Kevin Feige, if you uh, take off your hat and put this in it. That's right. Oh, and I watched The Batman. I forgot to mention. Oh, The Batman. The, yes. ba- the with, Batman, which I hadn't seen yet. And I really liked, the I liked yeah. The Batman a lot. Yeah. Um, I, I know that it's a, you know, there's some people who are kind of split on it, but yeah, it I, is right up my alley. Melts my cheese just nicely. Too. Yeah. I, I wish it, I mean, I'm, I kind of wish it weren't a, a, a brand new side thing that has no connection to any other DC thing like you know you kind of want Joker to appear in this one Joker from the Joker uh, uh, Oscar winning movie last year oh that Joker yeah that Joker yeah they keep them all in like separate earth things almost like it's like I know we're gonna we're coming up to a crisis on infinite yeah movies uh (laughs) situation with DC yeah DC's got this idea that hey Marvel's over there doing a lot of continuity what if we just did separate shit all the time I I don't know I don't know if it's gonna work for them in the long haul but um as a standalone detective based Batman freaking Mm -hmm. badass I loved it that that scene where he chases down Joker in the Batmobile 
which is more like the Charger I wanted when I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. What an amazing chase scene. Holy shit. Just mm-hmm. incredible. I really, really, really liked it. So, And yeah. some people, oh, it's so long, though. It's three hours. F <laughs> off. It's fine. Yeah, fine. That's right. Because you got a bunch of, you got a whole crap ton of villains you got to deal with. You got yeah. Catwoman. You got Joker. Or not Joker. You got uh, Penguin. You got Riddler. Yeah. Well, you have Joker in the at the very yeah, Joker. end. But, yeah. And that's some dude no one's heard of. Some actor, Irish actor right. that. Uh, I'm I'm super. Uh, what's the word? I'm intrigued about what they're going to do there. Oh, and Paul yeah. Dano's a psycho dude. That guy freaked Paul me the F out. Man. Oh, he's, he's awesome. He, he scares me. Awesome. He finally drank his milkshake and became one of the weirdest dudes in Hollywood. <laughs> so weird. And he's writing yeah. DC books right now. I didn't know this. He's like, oh, is uh, he really? Paul yeah. Dano is? Yeah, he's wrote a, I think he wrote a whole multi-issue uh, thing for some Riddler storyline. And he's like into it. He's a comic nerd. That's went so to, cool. Went That's to awesome. Comic-Con this year, not as the Riddler, but as a writer at DC. It was crazy. Anyway, huh. that guy's weird. Gives me the creeps. Uh, and that's the most insane Riddler take I've ever heard of in my life. I've never even, uh, like, I don't even know what to make of it. Yeah, yeah. I really loved it. Freaking a much, much darker uh, Riddler. More sure. Matt Reeves movies is what I'm getting at. Let's get those going. Yeah. All right. Uh, real quick, got an email from Hank. Uh, oh, Hank wrote Hank. in. Yeah, Hank. Send and receive email. He said, not enough talk about propane. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. <laughs> it's about swinging signs or signs oh, that okay. you're a swinger. It says hello, Scotch and bourbon. Like the ones that in the wind. Yeah, the one you know, uh, barber open. You know those yeah, things. Yeah, those swinging signs. <laughs> those yeah. are the ones with a big pineapple on it and a and a black rubber ring on your left hand. <laughs> anyway, it says I was listening to episode twenty three twenty three where you discussed Brian lifting a couple of uh, swingers to a swingers club. I wanted to politely correct you on two things. We have an expert in the room here. Here we okay, go. Okay, good. My wife and I are swingers. I don't know why I'm reading it this way. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I'm not trying to make it weird. Um, You made it weird. (laughs) I did. Uh, It says, although she identifies more as polyamorous, we don't do clubs, hotel takeovers, and the like. We are very picky about who we play with, is the term you use. Hold on. Before you even get to the next sentence. Yeah. Clubs, I understand, right? Yeah. Hotel takeovers. Oh yeah, my what gosh. is that what? exactly? I want to know more. You could be staying at a freaking Holiday Inn Express and all of a sudden get roped into some mayhem. That's, that's what on. I want to know. You're just out at the pool. You're you're just on a layover till you get to Kansas for the convention. <laughs> Suddenly, the whole place goes like crazy. Right. What do you do? Why does it's looking like that scene from from uh, Secret of My Success where everybody's going to everybody else's room? What's going on here? Yeah, Why pretty, am I hearing yellow music? It's very weird. Uh, oh, I love that. That'd be a great soundtrack to that. Beer boat. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Says, yes, pineapples and black rings are symbols of swingers. However, there are some specifics to it. The upside down pineapple. <laughs> that sounds like one of those uh, Brazilian meat places. Where is he? Oh, I don't want any more. <laughs> kind of is. <laughs> <laughs> it says an upside down pineapple is a symbol for swingers. If you see an uh, an upside sa- upside down pineapple flag, or maybe upside down pineapple decor on a porch or around the house, a stranger lives there. Or a swinger lives there. Not a stranger. Jeez. <laughs> Um, Stranger comes calling. Yeah, uh, right. Sorry, right side up pineapple or just right side up pineapples. So that's an interesting thing. Okay, that just means you're, you're Hawaiian or uh, you, you you like that pizza. Sure, <laughs> you're just a fan of the pineapple, I guess. Sure. <laughs> uh, with regards to black rings, the black ring on the right 
ring finger is a sign of a swinger. Mm, Black rings on the left hand are where most people wearing their wedding rings are totally normal and not symbolic of anything. So, Brian, you're safe. You're good. Good. Uh, overall, I've made some amazing friends in the lifestyle. Uh, many think, or many I think, will be lifelong friends even after we leave the lifestyle. Most swingers are good, normal people. Many don't go around talking about it since the topic is mostly taboo. So we are people you'd never expect: your friends, neighbors, maybe even your parents. <laughs> don't say things like that. <laughs> uh, we come in all shapes and sizes. Yes, Brian, even people shaped like you and I. I, I don't know what he's saying there. Thanks about a it. lot. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> you and Hank. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Hank. Uh, I love that. Just a swinger education from someone who relatively new to it. Thanks for the great show, Hank. Well, Hank, I appreciate the insider cool. info because how would we know? I don't know. Oh, and uh, Man, so now I'm really curious. So relatively new to it. I'm curious of, as to how you adapted like how um you know those first experiences and and stuff like that without any graphic detail i mean i'd love to hear, hear yeah more. just the emotional uh that's fascinating yeah. to me like how how do yeah. you uh, i mean obviously you have to have a inclination to For sure. to do it yes but then once you do you know there's naturally the the natural feelings of either things like jealousy or things like um, mm-hmm. I don't know uh, right FOMO just yeah or all that <laughs> like well those things come up what do you do then yeah right. and since I'm a person that rarely has FOMO I wonder how I'd care about any of this I'd probably be like man whatever go ahead I'll be fine I'll stay home and play a video yeah. game I don't need yeah. to <laughs> go knock, your, knock yourself knock out. yourself out Cam <laughs> do what you got to do all right uh, <laughs> let's now uh, lean a very different direction. That is the direction of the American South and adding Brian Dunaway to the call so that we can play a game. This will be fun. I always look forward to it. He's already logged in. Here is the theme. I let that play a little longer. He's normally answers by now, but he's not answering yet. So we'll just keep doing this. Oh, now he is. Hey, Brian Dunaway, welcome to the show. What are you doing? Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. How are you guys? Good, man. How are you? We're good. I'm doing good. It's uh, nice and uh, sunny outside, and uh, is I'm inside, so that's that's a, that's a bonus. <laughs> we got a lot of cloud cover and some rain coming today, so we are different it's, than you today. It's yeah. hot out there. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm on the radio show. Yeah, yeah. be sure to stay cool. It's hot out there today. That's right. Keep uh, another one from Laura Brannigan. You'd be a fun uh, eye in the sky kind of guy, Brian. You could be that. Yeah. yeah. Look, I've thought about it many times. I'm like, yeah, you know what? If 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 this fails, you know what I'm doing now? Maybe I'll just uh, go uh, do some local radio stuff. Yeah. yeah why not? I fifteen in a twist, uh, fourteen car pile up. Anyway, back to you. <laughs> you know that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah anyway, delays over on the four hundred five. Those are going to keep you uh, about twenty minutes to the city. Uh, but if it's all clear on the uh, eighteen, if you want to head that way. Oh, good, good news by the way. So that kid I told you about that got hit by the car out by us, the just on the street just next to us. Um, that oh day, yeah, he's fine. Yeah, he's good. Good. Yeah. Wow. Oh well, good. I just went through a roller coaster of emotions. I'm like, oh no, I haven't heard about this. Oh well, good. He's yeah. okay. <laughs> it was a couple of I weeks ago. Okay. Oh, he's okay. Good. It was okay, a couple good, of weeks good. ago, Ooh. but I just I hadn't heard. There was like no word on how how it went or if the kid was okay. And I just kept yeah. digging around, and finally somebody's like, oh yeah, I know the family. He had a rough week, but he's fine now. So yeah, you think? Yeah, <laughs> I think it'll week. be a rough week after getting hit by a car. 
Uh, anyway, hey, uh, Brian, we're going to play a game. And uh, Brian Ibita here has the rules and the tricks and the tri- uh, the, uh, the, the the other word I can't think of. So, Brian. <laughs> the treaties. The treaties. Right. Brian, tell us all about the treaties. What are we signing here today? Welcome to the morning half-asses, a trivia game where I'm actually going to be giving you guys the answers. I'm going to give Scott and Brian a category and six possible answers, three of which are correct and three of which are incorrect. Depending on how confident you feel with your category, you can provide one, two, or three guesses. If you get any of those wrong, you get zero points for that round. Guess one, get it right, just like that. That's the sound. Uh, guess one to get it right, you get a point. Guess two and get them right, get three points. Guess all three correctly, you will get five points for that round. The um, player with the most points after three rounds wins the prize for their contestant. And I pulled a couple of contestants from members of the Tadpool that, that ain't here live. They can't that can't call us on the old Skype or Discord or whatever we do with that sort of thing. <laughs> whatever. Whatever the hell we, do. we use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Scott, you're going to be playing for Rich from Ithaca, New York. Nice. And uh, Brian, you're going to be playing for Samantha from Hermitage, 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 Hermitage. Hermitage. You say Hermitage, I say Hermitage. Hermitage. <laughs> Hermitage. Uh, Hermitage, Pennsylvania. Uh, so oh, Rich yeah. and Samantha. I've been through Hermitage. Have you? Have you? Pennsylvania. Yeah, what's, yeah. A, what's a Hermitage like? It's a cool? Is it cool? <laughs> it's just like every other place in uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah. 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 You got a lot of Amish out there uh, eating Mike. Or yeah, eating, not really. Putting, yeah, getting, I guess there's a few. Getting ice cream shoved in their face by some jerk, some local jerk, yeah, some jerk. Yeah, and then and then Harrison Ford punches him while he's dressed as a oh man that movie. <laughs> wow, yeah. witness me. Yeah, That's witness right. me. All right. Anyway, uh, here let's give you guys your first category and your answers to choose from. First question is American versions of a foreign TV show. So these are American oh. TV shows that were adapted from foreign TV shows. Your choices are Seinfeld, The Office. Homeland, The Dating Game, Sanford and Son, and Allie McBeal. I'll put them here in front of you. Oh, Seinfeld, The one. Office, Homeland, The Dating Game, Sanford and Son, Allie McBeal. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Three of these, huh? Mm-hmm. Three, huh? Mm-hmm. Three of these. Three yeah, of these three, are adapted say. from foreign uh, TV shows. I Which say. are they? I got one more, but I'm not sure. I'm... Uh, I know two I'm for going sure. for it. No, I'm not locking him answers. Okay. All right. Scott's locked in with three. Brian is locked in with two. You both, of course, honed in on the obvious one, which is the office, of course, adapted yes. from the British office. Uh, you actually both said the dating game. Oh, and, look at uh, us. And Scott, you added Allie McBeal. Uh, you were both were right with the office. However, oh, wrong with the damn it. No. From the sun. Is actually adapted from from a UK show called Steptoe and Son. Oh, Uh, really? really? (laughs) I'm sorry, where? What country of origin? UK, Steptoe (laughs) and Son. And uh, Homeland is uh, adapted from a show called Hatufo. I can't read that because it's too tiny from Israel. Okay. No, I was hoping you'd throw up the uh, Three's Company thing, too. Isn't that also a UK show? It is, yeah. It's from. Man of the House, I think. Man of the House, that's right. That's it? Isn't that it? That was it, Man of the House? Yeah, okay. I know that there was one for All in the Family, too, that I... No, that was... Yeah. uh, Steptoe and Son ran from 62 to 74, and I've never even heard of it. I bet their theme song wasn't nearly as kick-ass. It was... 
Definitely wasn't Street Beat by uh, Quincy or Street Beater by Quincy Jones. No. Yeah. It's a great show, though. Sanford and Son, that is. I don't know. Stepstone and Son, I can't speak to. Never saw it. Yeah. Steptoe and Son. All right. Let's get to uh, you guys still zero points. Let's get to question number two. Prince's backing band. So the Half-Blood oh. artist formerly known as Prince. Yeah. Uh, had several different backing bands. What what were they? Uh, your choices are The Revolution, The Family, The okay. Time, Shockadelic, Third Eye Girl, and The New Power Generation. I feel pretty solid about two, but... It, mm, yeah. Mm, uh, I'm going to. I'm going to. Uh, locked in. <laughs> <laughs> You're both locked in. Uh, of course, the obvious one, again, you both got, which is The Revolution. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Scott said The Time. Brian said The New Power Generation. We've, we're going to dole out some points here. Ooh. because Yeah, The Revolution and The New Power Generation were both Prince's backing bands. The Time was, was Morris Day's uh, backing band. Right, uh, kind of the in the movie, it's the uh, he's the adversary to Prince. Um, Third Eye Girl is the other. Prince I don't remember that band. one. Are you sure no. that's not? That's that's the that was the three, newest one. Red, red. What? Three, three Die Girl. Third Die <laughs> Girl. So wait, who was the girl that was famously uh, Apollonia? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What was her deal? Where was she? She was a member of. Uh, actually, she wasn't even a member of the Revolution. She was just a. Another performer that Prince right. protege, kind of like Wendy and right. Lisa, and oh, um, okay, yeah, okay. There were a couple, did you guys couple used to go to the, the whenever the Prince would come around? He was always touring. Did you guys ever? I go never get saw see the Prince, Prince show. back in the never, day. I never, never got to see Prince. Aww. That's one. I, I got to see the Purple Rain tribute show in Vegas, which is oh, excellent. That's almost the same. That sounds no, awesome. It's it's like barely. <laughs> it's like barely. Uh, 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 it's very good, but it ain't the same. It's not like seeing yeah, the real yeah, Prince. Not, but what's yeah. what's funny about that is that the actor who plays Prince and who does an incredible job of playing Prince disappears three fourths or two thirds of the way through the show. And then comes back as Morris Day, and Aww. fights and fights Prince off stage, and then comes out and does, of course, the. I two thought you were gonna. I thought he was gonna come back as as the Batman. Yeah, and the Batman. Batman. great. Yeah, I thought I could have sworn Morris Day and the time were part of. I don't know why I thought that. I feel dumb now for not getting that right. <laughs> so what? So a real, one other thing about Prince. Uh, yep. Do you have a favorite all-time Prince song? Like, if you had to pick one. What would you say? I have a, I have the one that's in my head that I can't never stop singing. What is the that? one? I don't know if it's my favorite or not. Alphabet Street. Yeah, mm. that's a good one. I, it gets in my head and I can't not sing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, sometimes out. it snows in April. I really like Alphabet yeah, Street. That's a good song. Uh, oh no, you know what it is? I'll tell you exactly what it is. Hands down. Um, uh, beautiful. What is it? The, 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 not beautiful ones. Is it beautiful ones? Shit. What's it called? I don't know. It's my favorite Little damn Prince song. My favorite damn Prince song, and I can't remember the uh, <laughs> the, the damn name of it because I keep thinking of the suede song that's got a similar name. <laughs> and Brian uh, uh, Dunaway singing "Little Red Corvette" is not helping you probably. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. yeah. I think so, it's just called "Beautiful One." What's the one where he gets up? Because I think my favorite's the one where he says. Ladies and gentlemen, we are gathered here today. Oh yeah, let's go crazy. I love yeah. let's, okay, go let's go crazy. crazy. That's great. Yeah. So what, what's that? Uh, what's that one that where he's a bald lady and he gets on Saturday Night Live and it tears the picture of the Pope? No, that's not. <laughs> that's not him. <laughs> he just wrote that. And he one. wrote the song. Yeah. And that you know the family that was listed in this in this round 
was another Prince protege band, and that's actually who he wrote that song for to perform. Nothing oh. Compares to You was the family, and then they recorded, it was like, meh, <laughs> didn't do very well, and then Sinead O'Connor recorded her version, did a lot, a lot better. That's what you told me! All right, anyway. Well, uh, we, we have one, a... one is the one that's got, like, half, like, halfway through the song, it cuts to him and he goes, Do you want him? Or do you want me? Because oh, yeah. I want oh. you. It's yeah. such a oh, yeah. such a great, like, it is the best part of any great Prince song. Did we ever learn yeah. who Nikki was in the hotel lobby doing this stuff at the magazine? Did we ever learn who that was uh, supposed to be? Yeah, it was Nikki Bloom. Oh, yeah. Was she really yeah. doing that? Was that really a thing? Yeah, so what she was really, doing. Really was happening. Yeah. Okay. Was, was a, it a people? Magazine. Was yeah. it a people magazine? The magazine. <laughs> she actually. That was, that was always my question, because it says with a magazine. Was she using the magazine, or was she just holding the magazine <laughs> while she was doing that? I don't know, but I will never get the answer. With sadly, with Prince's uh, passing, I feel like everyone needs to again. turn their pineapple upside down right now. <laughs> Right. Was it a hotel lobby? There was a swingers takeover? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, wow. All right. All right. Anyway, <laughs> uh, let's get to your last one. Brian's got three points. He's in the lead. So uh, you, you have to, you're really going to have to step up your game, Scott. All right. uh, parts of a flower. Parts of oh. a flower. Oh. Uh, your, your choices are the receptacle, the pedestal, the dolman, the carbuncle, the stigma, and the ovary. It's a car, carbuncle? Really? <laughs> I don't know, but I want... The I don't carbuncle. care. Oh, shoot. Wait, the receptacle, the pedestal, the dolman, the carbuncle, the stigma, and the ovary. Oh, shit. I, I need to get all three of these to win, don't I? You need to get all three of these to win, yes. Or, or if I goof... Because I just went all in, baby. I took all my chips and oh, rolled the you. dice. Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> I know one. I don't know the rest. Okay. All right. And you both have locked in. And uh, I think I, I think I see where I messed up. Go ahead. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, so I'm going to tell you, Scott, that uh, your three choices are all wrong. Are all <laughs> Wrong. Yeah, exactly. Oh, no. Yeah. The actual answers are the receptacle, the stigma, and the ovary. Scott, you chose pedestal, dolman, and carbuncle, which I think are all parts of a wrestling mat. Yeah. A wrestling yeah, mat. yeah. Yeah. They sound like I want to see the touring comedy stylings of pedestal, dolman, and carbuncle. Is what yeah. I want to say. Once I saw pedestal, I th- I like, oh, I read that wrong. That was, I just was yeah. clicking on it. Pedestal. It's probably not. And somebody I who knows like wrestling far move. better, far better than me. Is it? Yeah, carbuncle is. Isn't that the corners where they that, oh, yeah, just yeah, the, punched his head into the carbuncle? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That sounds right, right. Right. I think you're right, but it's also a cluster of boils. It says here caused yeah, by a bacterial really? <laughs> infection. Yeah. So if you have a bacterial infection that creates a cluster of boils on your back, that is a carbuncle as well. On your oh back? My oh my god! Right. Well, that anywhere. sounds like oh, one of those seventies. Thank you, JC Calhoun. Yes, turnbuckle. Oh, turnbuckle, not carbuncle. <laughs> I you had me along for your ride, clearly, though. I was buying it. Clearly, this is uh, for proof that I don't watch wrestling. <laughs> is it? <laughs> we we're, we're often or the corner of yeah, wrestling. We're never we're never accused of being wrestling fans. Maybe you've done away yeah. a little bit, but now we know for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have I have a little bit of love for the the wrestling. <laughs> the sure. I I love that Ric Flair was he what was he talking about the other day? Where he was talking about be, he needs to be drunk to wrestle now or something I, like I that. He he's always dead. needed to be. Isn't he dead? No, he's dead. Don't. No, yeah, he's dead. Now he's yeah, he's he's drunk in his uh in his grave. Dead. I don't yeah, know why I thought he was dead. 
I don't know. I mean, you think, I, every, you think everybody's dead, Scott? No, they just these wrestlers. They don't live long, man. They they get uh, they get the thing and they go, oh yeah, and then you they do, die. You do if you got flair. Oh. I guess Ric Flair will never die. Yeah, you're right. It's true. Well, congratulations going out to Samantha from uh, Hermitage, PA. <laughs> you're getting a copy of Nowhere Profit and Blue Fire. Oh, I forgot to mention how good Nowhere Profit is. That is a fantastic video game. Well, we hadn't even talked about the prize yet, so there would have been no reason for you to bring that up. Oh, well, there you go then. Uh, (laughs) But don't worry, Rich from Ithaca, you're getting a copy of Planet Coaster, which feels like like I'm combining two 80s uh, cartoons into one Steam game. Yeah, it's very good. Planet Coaster is basically a giant roller coaster sim where you can build your giant theme park and go nuts with it there's a creative mode there's like loop the loops and it's super realistic looking it's a very cool game the people that make those nice. new jurassic park uh uh sim things on pc they made it that's those guys they're very good they make planet zoo as well i know too much about this i've, I've learned yeah exactly yeah i know just enough hey dunaway this has uh, been a good time as always and uh of course good times will had will be had tomorrow afternoon at 3 30 mountain time when brian and i that is to say dunaway and i will be doing a uh, entire play retro show about the strike series of games back in the yes. day uh oh. there's i didn't even know there's a playstation game i will be playing that later to see how it is but the genesis and super there's nintendo two. had these games yeah. play, uh they, they were desert strike jungle strike urban strike and nuclear strike Oh, you forgot Soviet Strike. Oh, Soviet, Soviet strike. strike and Nuclear Strike. Those are both on the PlayStation era 32-bit consoles. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I Don't bother with those. the N64 version. It looks like crap. It's garbage. That's not a good game. But those early 16-bit versions, man, those were awesome. Incredible series. So much fun. Um, kind of sparked my, my even to this day, love of like mission-based hmm. uh, yeah. kind of go at it because everything was at the time everything was linear we were playing a lot of linear games and this was open world but in order to progress you had to do the missions yeah you had to do the missions and the missions were hard this is not an easy game but they were great Uh, some of ea's best excuse me best work of that era and they all look dumb in their big tall cartridge on the genesis so we'll talk about that (laughs) some as well (laughs) with the with the with the yellow tab yep Real dumb. What's Real that dumb. yellow tab do? That yellow tab turns out know. turns out it does nothing. <laughs> I thought it was, I always thought I always thought you know carts of that era, sixteen bit. A lot of them still had batteries and stuff to you know game saves sure. on the cart. And I always thought that EA just had been super cool. It's mm-hmm. like, hey, here's the easy way to pull the battery in and out. No, nope. wrong. Nope. It's just there for looks. And they also the reason that they got their way and got to make their weird cartridge is a long, ugly story about. Uh, who is going to pay who, and if they could get a better deal on uh, platform fees versus Nintendo. It's a big, ugly... We, we got to do... We'll talk about it tomorrow. I don't think it's worth the whole show, oh, yeah, but we definitely yeah. got to talk about it. And we need to talk about that. We need to talk about EA's love for the 3DO that failed, and then they said, hey, we know we'll shift over to the PS1 then, Yeah, we'll I go suppose. PlayStation. We'll do PlayStation. We'll go PlayStation. Anyway, that's tomorrow, <laughs> 3.30 Mountain Time for the live show here at frogpants.tv, or you can get it on the podcast feed wherever you get your podcast. That's Play Retro. Brian Dunaway, have a fantastic day. Oh, you. Kiss our butts. Bye nope. now. Oh. He says no on his way out. All right, we have 10 minutes. That means we're going to catch people up on what happened around the world while they were oh, gone. Oh, it's good. Yes, the important part. Yeah, the while show. they slept. Brian, it's uh, the news, and it's brought to us by. 
The bird that pooped on Scott's head last night. Thanks, bird. Yep. So last night, sitting outside on the porch, beautiful out, nice and uh, cool but warm, you know, perfect sun, uh, summer night. Just chilling, checking my phone, looking at the stars, uh-huh. and a bird took a shit on my head. <laughs> Did you say there was a small bird, or I guess the question is, was it a small poo or a large poo? It was a large-ish poo, but the bird itself was probably pigeons in fact it probably was a dove which i think pigeons are just doves right great yeah they're just you know albino doves or all the pigeons are (laughs) yeah so it it was gross and uh it's because we have all this tree growth over there and i just you know it's there they were here before us and i understand and it's their tree really yeah you know you just happen to be in their way and it's their world i'm just living in it they don't have toilets that they can use the world is their toilet yeah thanks bird anyway here's your stories (laughs) <laughs> we got an, an elephant named Ruana, uh, who is the third elephant to die from herpes in the Zurich oh. Zoo, Zurich, Germany. Elephant herpes. Oh, my God. Forget yeah. monkeypox. We have elephant herpes. We do. It's pretty gnarly. Another elephant has died from in the Zurich Zoo from herpes infection uh, from the herpes virus. Park said on Saturday, the third to die there from the condition since the end of June. The five-year-old elephant cow died on Saturday morning after succumbing to elephant Endo, this is hilarious. Endo the leotropic, <laughs> endotheliotropic. <laughs> yeah, but what I love it is I love the endo the. the th- it's got endo the in it, so it's right. like endo, endo the lyotropic. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's great. Uh, the condition carried latently by nearly all elephants. Her death follows oh. uh, that of Amusha um, Amisha. Uh, an eight-year-old female who died on July 11th, and the two-year-old male Umesh, Umesh, uh, who passed away at the end of June. Uh, they were given all the antiviral drugs to protect her and showed no signs of illness until Friday. Losing a third elephant to this dreaded virus is such a short time as a tragic loss for the Zurich Zoo, yeah? <laughs> Says Severin Dresden. Dresden. Uh, today is a deeply sad day, says, and particularly frustrating that we ca- are powerless against the virus despite a best veterinary care from the University Animal Hospital. So if you were oh. thinking about animals today and you were worried about elephants. Well, you, you, yeah. your worry was justified. Yeah, you were, you were correct to worry, I guess. Here's the thing that surprised me, that uh, that, that condition is carried lately by all nearly all elephants. Like, oh yeah, we all, we all have... So it's just in there. It's just got to be triggered or something, right? Yeah, exactly. Dang. Some of these weird, like the whole shingles thing, or um, I think I guess AIDS is this, or you know HIV, like the 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 ones that can just sort of sit there for a long time, dormant, and then go, aha! It's been thirty years. The least you expect is to have shingles today, and then you just suddenly have shingles. Like freaking sucks, man. I like viruses that come. You're feeling a little down on a Tuesday. <laughs> and then they're gone. And then they're yeah. gone by Friday, and you're like, man, that was not that bad. That's the kind I like. Mm-hmm. Even COVID knows when to get in and get out. Right. Know? Exactly. All right. Uh, still, uh, hey, and by the way, to the whole Vegas thing, still feeling fine. Oh, yeah, I was going to ask. Smell, no taste, no sore throat, no... No weirdness. No weirdness. I think you would probably dodged it. I don't know why I feel that way. I, I just do. So. I don't have anything to base yeah. that on except that you made me. No, I don't either. It. Exactly. I'm hoping. I yeah. mean, you know, knock on, knock on any, knock on uh, cheap plastic prop replicas of Marvel items. Uh, it's it's I, like no me. It's what you have handy. I mean, I understand. Yeah, whatever. It's, it's the only thing. It's what my office is made of. Yeah, Scott. Me, you, uh, and like five other people, and yeah. I guess our wives 
are the only people left. Yeah, not our, not both of our wives, Scott. <laughs> oh, that's right. Tina had it. I forgot. Tina had it. Yeah. How did you dodge that? I don't know. That's so weird to me. I don't know because we're still messing around when she had it before she knew she had it. Yep. Pedro is still taking that trip to Virginia. (laughs) I meant Virginia, not Virginia. (laughs) Well, technically, you meant Virginia. He could be a carrier. I may have had it and never known. Like, this is possible. Mm Mm-hmm. I wish there was a way to tell so I could quit thinking about it, you know? Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's certainly possible, right? And be completely asymptomatic. Yeah. Easily, easily could have been the case. Oh, yeah. Lots of people. They need, we've got our, you know, the, the, the on-go tests or the whatever, the, the test you can take at home. I'd love to do one of those lab tests to see if I have the, the, antibody the test. antibodies from getting it in my system. Yeah. If there's a way to do that. There is. A, I mean, I think an antibody test would do it, but I don't think anyone gives those freely just uh, willy-nilly right exactly yeah, like here try here this is just a recreational test you're taking yeah <laughs> well all, all i know is that shingles thing knocked me out and the covid thing did nothing to me so maybe that's a sign that the covid thing could have happened with me and i never knew it mm-hmm. i don't know mm-hmm. yeah uh all right check this out air canada oh hold on there's a rule Canada. There we go. <laughs> there you go. They sent a passenger's cat from Toronto to San Francisco without the passenger and then told him to go get it. Oh, well that's horrible. This <laughs> isn't very Canadian at all. <laughs> no kidding. Uh we've 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 moved your cats to another country. Yeah. What do you say but about go this? Go get them. <laughs> hey, Jeff Sire, you want to defend this, buddy? You want to send me an email defending yeah, this one? Yeah. Uh, he had bigger problem. His two cats. Oh, his two cats. Mimi and Bubba got sent to San Francisco without the dude. Uh, Zeb told it Insider Air Canada that... Uh, wait, Insider. Oh, that Air Canada. It's not the same. It should be a comma there. Zoeb told Insider that Air Canada... No, I don't know. Anyway, Air Canada said under no circumstances would his cats fly without him, but his luggage might. <laughs> uh, yet after hours of waiting, he was told the cats had indeed been sent to the U.S. without him. To make it worse, he said Air Canada then suggested to him to get to San Francisco himself or ask someone in the city to collect his cats for him. I said, this oh, is no abs- kidding. So yeah. if there's if there's nobody even waiting at the gate, do they just go in like we the unaccompanied minors uh, room and just get locked in there? Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. Your cats are still in their cates, uh, cates, crates. Cates. And they, they've just shit all over themselves and uh, molted because they're so nervous and no one's here to pick Aww. them up. I guess that's just where your cats are. That freaking sucks. Oh, my gosh. That completely sucks. Yeah. yeah. Help the cats. I don't even like <laughs> the cats. The cats walk out into the terminal waiting, looking for some guy with a, uh, <laughs> uh, a chauffeur uh, outfit on holding up a sign that says cat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's about it. Um, so he did... Let's see, see. Close to midnight and more than 15 hours later, uh, after being separated, he was finally reunited with his two cats in Toronto. So they did get him back up somehow. I don't know how that happened. Oh, somebody somebody picked him up and then flew them back. Good. Is what they did. I would do that for this person. I don't know this person, but I would happily Absolutely. fly up and return his cats to him. Absolutely. Sure. If you guys ever have a cat problem in Salt Lake or Denver, you let us know. Brian and I got you covered on that. That's right. And uh, just take me out to the brass rail once you pick me up and we'll be fine. Take me out to the brass rail um my pets are being treated like throwaway luggage he says uh, he says once i collected my pets they were visibly tired and feeling sick both were sneezing oh man 
Here's the thing. I would think that Air Canada, if, if it was luggage, they would have routed the luggage back. Yeah. Like they would have put it on another flight from San Francisco to uh, to Toronto and, and been just fine. Well, it says here now Air Canada is no longer allowing pets to be checked into the baggage compartments where he said his cats were placed. According to an update posted on the airline's website, the airline cited, quote, longer than usual airport delays for the new rules that are now in effect until September 12th. So I think they're still in the midst of like the luggage gate and all that problem. Mm, like people sure. still, I know somebody here in Salt Lake who never got his luggage, just just never got it. They don't know where it is. He's kicking himself for not having a tag in there, but you shouldn't have to freaking do that. And no, st- for sure. And I don't yeah. think they, I mean, he still had to pay for everything. It's not like they refunded him. I know you can get insurance or something, right? Isn't there an insurance thing? Everybody's always uh, pet insurance. No, no, for luggage loss, lost luggage. Oh, lost luggage insurance. Uh, I think you can get that with the card. Some cards offer that with the if you use it to buy your plane ticket. But oh, so if you do like you have know. an American Express deal or something, you yeah, okay. yeah, that makes sense. Uh, it'll do Sorry, for I was today's pulling news. up the information for today's Indian in the Middle. So oh, <laughs> I it's said good. distracted. You, you gotta <laughs> so have it, man. You gotta have responding it. Responding over German Swiss parrots and uh, uh, and uh, <laughs> that's how and it goes. Canada Canadian cats. Yeah, Canadian cats. That's what today's news is about. We're gonna take a break. When we come back, Stephen Schleicher will be with us. Yeah, you heard me. He's got stuff to say. Oh, he good does. news too, by the way. Uh, Dan, Dan, the tabletop man, will be joining us next Monday. And every every month he'll be here the second Monday of the month to do two things. We're gonna we're gonna kind of beef it up. We're gonna do basically an ask Dan thing in the pharmaceutical world, right? <laughs> are we really? Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna say things like why you know because we get them all the time. People are like, why yeah. ask Dan how come uh, opiates are worse than br- 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 or whatever? Like yeah, these kind of I've things. Got this weird burning sensation when I pee. What should I do? What yeah. should I take? Yeah. So we're gonna do those. So feel feel free to be sending those in. I'd love to collect them. Make okay. keep them short, right. and then uh, he'll at the end of that, there'll always be a quick recommendation for a card game, board game, something at home. So we're just gonna <laughs> we're just gonna solidify the position a little bit, Perfect. you know. Perfect. I think I it'll be it. fun. Anyway, that's all coming up next week with Dan. Today we got Stephen. Stick around uh, after this song that Brian has prepared. What do you have? I have something right here. It is from a band called Penny Arcane. Arcane with an N, Penny Arcane. They're a uh, alternative rock band based in Essex in the UK. They uh, influenced by artists like Biffy, Claro, uh, Block Party, and Editors, for example. They're working with uh, Dan Hack at Honeywood Studios, uh, and they have a brand new single that is going to be released on August 12th. You're going to get to hear it 11 days early because we love you. Here is the new single from the band Penny Arcane called Take It Away. I never wanted you to go.
MySpace, I'm on Friendster, and there's a new network called Facebook, which I think is going to be really influential. So I know how to reach young people. <laughs> the morning stream, you're soaking in it. back hey who is that again that song there? that uh, again is the band called penny arcane and uh, uh the, the new song take it away and i mispronounced biffy clyro's <laughs> last name and got corrected by our uh, resident all caps irish oh uh, our resident all caps irish our resident all caps irish don't be messing with her yo no. all right well well done now this steven schleicher steven schleicher <laughs> Look who pulled his truck up to the back and started unloading his goods. It's Steven Schleicher, all the way from Major Spoilers and uh, the wonderful website, Majorspoilers.com in Hayes, Kansas. Welcome back, Stephen. Hi. Hello, Scott. Hello, Brian. Hi. Hello. You know, one of these days, I'm just going to de- dox you entirely. I'm just going to say everything about where you live, your address. I mean, it's not, I mean, I'm in the phone book, so if anybody can just look it up, it's not like it's hard to find. What is this? phone book you speak of <laughs> i don't know but we have two competing uh phone companies in this tiny little town and mm. every year we get two phone books mm. why do you think that is why do you think that still thrives is it ads or something or what do you think they're they're getting out of that yellow pages yeah that's probably it right? i mean i think i've got to call our ac guy today yeah and uh, it's not so even I'm not yellow even, pages to find out out i'm not even like wanting to hasten its death as a as a cultural thing to get a phone book i just don't know how it survives in today's uh climate like how do you how do you have this interconnected world of phones and devices and internet and information at your fingertips and still need a phone book i just i can't get it i can't figure it out like even detectives don't use them anymore to like try to track people down 
So anyway, there's my hot take for the day. Hey, uh, major spoilers. <laughs> uh, uh, let's talk about some stuff. Um, oh, first, before we get to uh, Paper Girls, which I do want to talk about. Yeah. I started ripping through that good Asian thanks to Steven's recommendation. Oh, see what you think. It's great. It's really good. It's like I love noir storytelling, you know, anyway, and I love it in yeah. comic book form. Always a big fan of that sort of thing. But this uh, is really, really good. And and just telling it from a perspective that we just don't hear in comics very often, it's very good. Yeah. Now, are you reading the trade, which is out, yes. or are you reading the single issues? Because uh, in the back of the – I don't know if in the trade – they have a discussion about who the uh, the main character in the Good Asian is based on, oh. a real life person from Hawaii. And in one of the one of the issues, maybe it's the first or second issue, they go in and talk about uh, that person oh, and his role as an as an Asian uh, detective in the United States, the first Asian detective in the United States back when there were still still rules. And that's kind of the point of this story is. In Hawaii, this guy is fine to be a detective because ninety-five percent of the population is Asian. But in the United, in the mainland, that's not that's not allowed. And yeah. so that's what this whole story is about. And him trying to find a missing person, reconnecting with his past and a past love, and all these things. It's really good. Yeah, it's excellent, and 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 I think the art's incredible. Um, just feels. I mean, uh, the, the praise it's getting is deserved. It's a very, very good read. Mm -hmm. uh, so if you're looking yeah, for that, it's Image. I uh, That extra stuff might be in the back of this trade. I didn't look, but I'll, I'll check. Yeah. Uh, but it's uh, awesome. There's an, so you guys were talking pre-show yeah. about uh, your love of Westerns. Yeah. Well, And I've told you before uh, <laughs> to go get that Supergirl, uh, World of Krypton, True Grit inspired story. Yes. But if you want something that's more Western related, I would suggest Pulp. From Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips. Oh, okay. um, it is a story about a guy who writes pulp westerns and tells the story about this bank robber from the old West days. But this guy is so broke that he decides that he's going to go rob a bank. And I won't tell you anything f other than that. So the uh, he's going to rob a bank in modern day. I want to say twenties or thirties, hmm. maybe even earlier than the twenties. Um, but uh, it's it's a good one. I think you'll love it. It's got Western landscapes. It's got your whole uh, Utah Valley thing going there. Oh, very nice. I was, uh, when I was watching 310 again this weekend, 310 to Yuma, the new one, um, mostly Utah and Arizona filmed. But man, mm -hmm. I just want to just escape into that. I love that stuff so much. This looks great. I'm looking at the cover. This is beautiful. Yeah. Ed Brubaker, yeah, yeah. Sean Phillips is the artist. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll I'll definitely. Try. I had not heard of this. This looks it's like a again. it's a one sh it's a you know like a single shot <clears throat> comic that they came out with two years ago, three years ago. I forget. It's about three years ago, maybe. Uh, but it did win awards, so it's an award winning uh, comic. It's really good. I kind of wish that they had. I'm glad that they released it as a single volume instead of trying to serialize it because I don't think they had enough material to do that. Mm. But as a standalone, let me just read this. Like you kind of would a dime store novel. Sure. It's great. Oh, man. I'm in then. Okay. I know what I'm reading next then. This looks great. <laughs> Your recommendations have not let me down uh, ever, I don't think. But especially lately, these have been all really good. Uh, tell me about Paper Girls. Why should people know that name? And if they don't, should they track it down and find out? And why is it a big deal today? Sure. So Paper Girls is a brand new series that launched on uh, Amazon Prime this past weekend. The interesting thing is that instead of in the past, Amazon releases things one week at a time. They dropped all eight episodes of the first season oh, uh, for you guys deal. to check out at once. So you can binge through it and each episode is between 30 minutes and an hour. 
Uh, I was able to get through it over the entire weekend, watched a couple episodes on Friday, a couple on Saturday, and then on Sunday. This is the story of um, four, four girls who have paper routes. And in 1988, uh, some stuff happens, and they find themselves through time travel in 2019, and then again in 2099, and, or not 2099, uh, 1999. And uh, they want to get back home. And it's a very interesting tale of them seeing what their future could be like. Uh, it's also, a, uh, it's, it's, I would say it's very girl positive in that it deals with issues that a lot of young girls, these are all 12 year old girls uh, that might be facing as they're growing up. And probably most important for you, Scott, uh, it is written by Brian K. Vaughn, who love I think both him. you and Brian love. The Saga yeah, series. Saga is awesome. Yeah, love Saga. Uh, so, yeah, so this is based on his comic book. His his um, wild. I mean, why the last man? Why the last, saga yeah, and saga and a million man. other comics. Yeah. Brian Kavon never ever lets me down. He's always yeah. good, except for how long it took him to get back to Saga. But his adaptations, that. unfortunately, have been hit or miss. But uh. that's true. That's true. Um, I see a girl wearing my wearing the Walkman that Greg sent me. The yellow yeah. uh, sports Walkman. That's cool. Yeah. Because, again, this the story starts in 1988. And uh, so these four girls and running around in 1988 stuff and then find themselves in 2019. And you said you said time travel. Is it straight up time travel? I heard time loop, which I'm also excited about. Uh, I mean, so you know. uh, time travel and time loop are the same thing. I don't want to spoil too much. I mean, the comic book's been out, but there is an element of are they just trapped in a time loop or can they get out of it? Yeah. Also, a little gotcha. bit of a spoiler. And I would say, and I would say time loop is contained within time travel. Yes. Uh, Stephen, but the two are not synonymous. Oh no! Um, actually, it doesn't involve <laughs> travel through time. <laughs> paper, paper girls uh, have. Uh, if if you're into giant mechs fighting each other, there's some giant mechs fighting Get each other, and way. there's some and there's some dinosaurs. Oh, are there any okay. mechs fighting so dinosaurs? Are there dinosaurs fighting mechs? Or no? Do we not get that? No, 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 not dinosaurs fighting mechs. That's but, a bummer. Um, is is there so? Uh, would you recommend this to our wives as well, or is this something that's like, yeah, when your wives are busy watching so, Bridgerton, watch this? Did, did you guys? Uh, <laughs> did your wives watch? Uh, what is it? Turning Red, the the Disney animated Not yet. movie. No, uh, yeah, no. Okay. So there's a lot of the themes from that movie are in this one as well. So okay. if if you if if listeners if you're grossed out by a girl getting her period for the first time. Don't watch this show. And if you're grossed Ew. out, by the way, if you're grossed out about a girl getting her period the first time, you're lame. Go somewhere else, you weirdo. I mean, there's a lot of, I mean, one of the reviews that I saw from this from a pretty valid out uh, source said, uh, the, the show gets slowed down because uh, there's too much uh, uh, personal inner you know, okay. conflict gotcha. in between the girls and talking about the girl stuff. And it's like, oh, man, I think you're missing out the point of this. So, yeah. Yeah. If anyone uses the word woke around me one more time <laughs> i'm gonna put my well, foot up their so, butthole for real so your your characters your characters are a chinese girl a jewish girl a um black girl and a um a uh, girl from uh the poor side of town mm. uh who has a filthy filthy gutter mouth so oh, sweet. Uh, if you like f-bombs being dropped every third sentence then this is definitely for you yeah so far i'm not hearing anything that tina wouldn't like <laughs> <laughs> except maybe the mechs yeah maybe the mechs aren't an interesting this sounds oh, like something I, kim I, and i, I would think, love though, i th honestly i think if tina watched this the mech part she would actually really probably be cheering and crying uh at well kim and i are gonna watch this this sounds like our jam um especially the she loves the sort of coming of age stuff. I do too. It's fun. But um, 
Uh, Brian K. You had me at Brian K. Bond. So yeah, yeah, no, exactly. and and then so mm, uh, it's only eight episodes, and I believe that they, I hope they're bringing this back for a second season. If not, you can go pick up the comic book right now. It's thirty issues, so it's a it's a self contained story, Brian. Uh, kind of like I mean, perhaps. Um, so you know, if you get to the end <laughs> of the television show, and suddenly you're like, wait. What happens next? Well, there's a yeah. comic book out there that will tell you exactly what happens next. Love it. It's Love called it. Paper Burger Girls, and it's it's 30 issues. Go read it. All right. Here's the other thing. I'm, I'm definitely going to do that. And that, by the way, is on Kindle, Unli- or sorry, Comixology Unlimited, uh, Amazon, if you want to yes. uh, yes, watch uh-huh. it. They tend to do that when they they coincide their release of their series. But it's interesting to watch Amazon kind of take the lead on indie comic transitions to television series the way that yeah, marvel boys, and disney are doing their thing but if you're looking for indies like the boys and in invincible. In, invincible right that's what i meant to say this and other stuff it feels like they got it going on man what the i think the they do I, I would like to see what they're going to do next and i'm i'm really curious and i haven't really looked into this but i'm very curious as to why they decided to release the show all in one go almost like they didn't know whether they had faith in the show or not mm-hmm um, because they typically do not drop stuff all at once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm in. I'm also in for the '80s thing. I love the '80s. I want to go back. I loved mm-hmm. it. I was yeah. these kids. We were these they kids. They don't spend. They don't spend a lot of time in the '80s. Yeah. Well, that's a bummer. Because oh, these the kids are definitely of the '80s. Good. Because yeah. we are those kids. They are us. Like I mean, we're not. We weren't Stranger girls. Things with uh, girls and time travel. There I love you it. go. Nailed it. Uh, all right, excellent. Also, uh, there is a big question going on. There's a bunch of new phase movies coming out for Marvel. Like mm-hmm. they announced a ton of them, and it's mm-hmm. kind of overwhelming how many mm-hmm. things are lined up. But nobody seemed to be asking this question, so I'm really glad you brought it up today. Who is directing all of these freaking movies? Well, we don't know who all of them are, but we do know, for example, Blade is uh, uh, Bassam Tariq is directing that one that comes out next year. Yeah. Uh, Julius Ona is d- directing that one's already been announced. The Captain America: uh, New World Order. Uh, movie and then uh, Jake Schreier, who uh, is doing um, uh, directed uh, Paper Towns, is will also be directing the Thunderbolts movie, which ends Phase Five in 2024. And then when it comes to the Big Fantastic Four, while there are a lot of rumors about who may or who may not be uh, showing up as Doctor Doom or any of the other uh, uh, family, um, the director has been named as John Watts, who was for a little bit of time. Uh, involved in the spider-man movies. yeah he did um wait a minute john watts why is that name so familiar uh maybe it's because of that let's have been yeah. from yeah what did he do that i know hold on i'm looking this up because it's gonna annoy sure. me uh he did oh Cuts i know off. what it is he so did he did home, spider-man homecoming but but the one that the movie that i always think of when i think of him is this movie that i don't think hardly anyone saw but i love this movie called cop car and yeah, it was yeah. this amazing thing with uh, Kevin Bacon. Came out in 2015. Kevin Bacon, um, that guy we love no matter what he's in, Shea Wiggum, that guy. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's such a good movie. Uh, really? Yes, okay. You yeah. Gotta watch did, you probably car. recommended this at some point. I'm I did. Sure. I did. The You know, at the time, it kind of got overlooked because, you know, who, who even knew what the hell this was? But mm-hmm. I thought Cop Car was rad. <laughs> it was really good. Yeah. Well, anyway. and again... Considering that he directed Spider-Man: Homecoming, yeah, that's uh, a big deal. the greatest superhero movie of all time. Oh, 
maybe oh. he will have a follow up with uh, Fantastic. Look at Boy. you throwing down the gauntlet. I thought I thought well, you were, I mean, yeah. the live action. I Into should the say Spider Verse. Action. I was going to say Into is, the Spider Verse uh, is, 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 is the greatest, but <laughs> yeah. for live action, Spider Man Homecoming is is definitely. Yeah, I, always, I picture Steven in his Spider Verse jammies at night. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I wish if they made if they made fat guy size, a fat guy adult size. <laughs> they just do like I'd the, definitely be asking those for my birthday. They do the the right. kingpin with the tiny little head inside the giant suit, and you wear the yeah. the fake yeah. tie suit jammies. I'd wear that. Anyway, uh, that's awesome. So, so, but probably some surprises in here that we'll just get to, right? We'll we'll get around to yeah, something. The, and, somebody asked me today, "Oh, have you heard that uh, the Punisher is going to be in the Daredevil series?" And it's like, "Well, where'd you hear it? Go and look yeah, at the source. It's exactly. some Twitter account that has no source back to yeah, anything." Exactly. And yeah. so now people are all giddy over this. It's like, okay, follow the source. Is this a trusted source? Who are they saying they got the information from? And unless it's coming from the studio. It's probably just a room. Right. I mean, I <clears throat> I was trying to think the other day if they would actually go as far as to make. I mean, the Punisher show as currently constituted was on Netflix is on yeah, Disney it's, Plus. It's on Disney now. Yeah. Yeah. You can watch that there. So that was a pretty hard boiled, hard, hardcore thing for Disney Plus standards. Totally. Was. Um, yeah. and that's so, why you got to have a pin number. now. That's that's right. You do have to have a pin number now. Um, I was a little surprised they didn't shift all that to Hulu, which they basically own anyway. But um, and they put all their saucy stuff over there. But since they're not, and I can get it over there, I have hopes for getting that Punisher stuff back. Let's go. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know? if, if, if the actor shows back up in a Punisher series or shows back up in the Daredevil series, that's fine. I don't I don't think that there's any problem with, with that. Yeah. But if you're getting too excited about something that has not been announced or confirmed, then, yeah. you know, maybe maybe slow down a little bit. Plus now, we Barenthal. got D23, Brian. You're, you're holding back, D23. Sparky. Yeah. <laughs> yes, uh. So maybe then at D twenty three you'll you'll get that news yeah. about maybe, Punisher, right? Because it it you know it feels like they they really like spilled shut their uh, their wad. They spilled all their candy at uh, at Comic Con. I don't know what they could have left to talk oh, about. I, I think they're going to have a lot of Fantastic Four and um, um, Phase uh, five or six news to come out. Yeah, maybe because yeah. there are still a, a and a lot more preview stuff. Sure, there are a couple like. Um, uh, to be named movies in the mm-hmm. in the phases too that they yeah. could uh, release information about. So yeah, I'm hoping. I mean, that's one that's one panel that you know, regardless of what else is going on at that time, that's one I will be attending. I can I can skip the uh, you know the the Sleeping Beauty sing sing along or whatever they've got going on. <laughs> but that one that panel I'm going to be there. But for. what if what if during that panel is when they have the new Kyber crystals. Uh, Exclusives for D twenty three. What are you going to do there? Oh man! What are you going to do there, Brian? Did they come out with yeah. orange, uh, beige? Look, the human eye can detect sixteen million. So, well, that's true. Or yes. no? Is okay. that how about a taupe? That Give me my right. taupe kyber crystal, please. Yeah. Here's Your the problem with Punisher. Kyber crystal. If you want pro, if you want Punisher back, don't forget you have to you have to contract not just John Barenthal, but not one, both of his earlobes, both need yes, contracts. That's true. Yeah. So everyone thinks it's all easy. You want you want to get um, Chris and Evans for something? They, they both need a separate trailer. Exactly. Too. You sign a deal with Chris Evans, he's in your movie. You sign a deal with John Barenthal, you got to talk to the... And those lobes are off doing other shit. How are you going to get them all the in the lobes. same room? Oh, man. I don't know how you're going to yeah. do it. That's well, why anyway. you got uh, X stuff Walking Dead so quickly is because of those lobes. Like, no, it was costing the know. show too much money. Yeah, it was, yeah it just could not afford Big hit or not, you can't afford both. Anyway, right. uh, so there you go. There's there's what's happening. It's all very exciting, and all this stuff is being coagulated over at Majorspoilers.com. You know, like blood, right. like clotting. Your All your news yeah. is clotting over there. Yeah, it is. Uh, 
Steven, is there anything else going scab, on? A, a, a scabbing pustule <laughs> of, of pop culture over at Majorspoilers.com. Yeah. Don't be picking at it, is all I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, are you, uh, you got anything cool going on this week you want to mention for the folks? Well, uh, I guess the only thing that I do want to mention for people that are not in the new, no, this week there is another series that launches on the Netflix, I believe it's the Netflix, mm. uh, the Sandman series. Oh, yeah, that's oh, this right. Friday. Yeah. So I think it's Netflix or is it HBO? I don't no, know. It's, but, it's Netflix, but it's very exciting. Uh, uh, so Sandman exciting. coming out August 5th. So yeah. go and watch that. I've got so Have much you, excitement around that. I cannot wait. Is uh, We were talking about Samaritan. Uh, mm-hmm. Scott and I were yeah. the new Sylvester, Sylvester Stallone. Stallone. Thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that that's not? I guess that's based on a a screenplay that was based on a comic that barely came out, like was some right. some forgotten print kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do we know anything else about that? Any? That is any? all I know about it. Was I okay. tried to track it down? It's like, well, maybe there was uh, something comic that was going to be worked on, but then it went away and. It looks like a really cool plot. I'm kind of interested. The trailer does, looks really yeah. cool. It's yeah, it's one of those uh, turn off your brain and just enjoy the action. I was going to say because Sylvester Stallone has such an incredible record for uh, comic book adaptations. Oh it's, yeah, uh, oh, I yeah. am the law. <laughs> <laughs> He's very good in Guardians Volume One. I'll give him that. <laughs> volume Two. Oh, was and it very two? Briefly uh, in Guardians Volume Two. That's yeah. true. He barely showed up in there. So we'll give him that one. But everything uh, else. Yeah, I'm here for Yondu's funeral. Uh, yeah. <laughs> also, one of the great crimes against humanity is they never gave Carl Urban a second uh, Dread movie. That was so I good. Yeah. I want to watch yep. Dread now. I want to hang up on both of you in the stream and watch Dread. <laughs> I'd go watch Dread. Dread well, if, you're, is so if you do good. go and watch that, uh, Scott, remember to stay hydrated. Uh, look at the transition. Uh, He's a pro, this, this Schleicher man that we have on on Mondays. All right. Well, there goes Schleicher into the wind. And now yeah. we do also, except. We have to play a mashup, okay? I didn't put it in it's here. The law. It is the law. It is the law. <laughs> Abe McConaughey is the uh, title today. Okay. It's a B-I-I, which is uh, Ibit Impressions. Oh, God. I don't know right. why it's B-I-I, though. Brian Ibit Impressions. Oh, Brian, Brian Ibit, Ibit Impressions. Impressions. That makes sense. I guess. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we're going to play it now. This is from Jamie, our TMS mashups guru, and this is what he made. Oh my god, I saw your Oingo Boingo bumper sticker on the back. I love Oingo Boingo. Oh my god. Is it, is it too early for me to get a fish sandwich, boys? <laughs> Brian, and I didn't want to watch Made because it was super girly, but I think you'd really like it. I say, do you have the time? Hold on, let me squirt some milk from my anus. Tony <laughs> okay to have a doctor uh, jam a camera up your saddle smasher and make sure there's no beans in there where they ought not to be. Brian, I have all this Brian. leftover stuff. I don't think I'm going to do any more stained glass this year, so let me put that stuff in a cabinet. Get on your feet, maggots. He's Canadian, though. Canadians, <laughs> oh, they are, right. they're too they nice. they say that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they just say, oh, hey, if you don't mind, hey, we're going to go run a couple laps, eh? Oh, hey. Maggots, eh? If you could uh, get us, sorry, sorry to wake you up, but if you could get on your feet, eh? I hope you have a very happy birthday. <laughs> Honey, hold on, I'll be right with you. We can go to the Elks Lodge as soon as I put on my onesie. Hey, Fred, it's a little tighter. how it cups my unit. <laughs> Brian, looks like you take forever to do this level. Do you want to just play it on an easy mode? Hey, guys, what's going on? Hey, I'm a kid. Up this cart has this cart. Hey, hey, you guys, I'm Sully. Hey, what's up? My shirt's off. Oh, we could use this in a, as a different ingredient in a different product. We can mix and match these and make four other items for our menu. <laughs> exactly. 
What if we put steak in a Mexican belt? <laughs> I keep that Battlestar Galactigun right above my turlet. That's right. Right where I do my shit. Tina's like, where are the Melbitos? There's just pretzels and peanuts in here. Those squiggly orange breadsticks. Hey, you know the thing about prostitutes is the only profession besides burger joint waitress where you lean into a car window to get things going. No respect. No respect. Brian, you did a great job replacing our light switch with a dimmer, but did you have to break the sink? Brian, I hate it when you do your Tina voice. He's also yeah. Lincoln in a new documentary. He does the voice of Lincoln. I'll have to check yeah. that out. I, don't, I, I thought Matthew seen McConaughey that. was the voice of Lincoln. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, the nation's oh going to be God. all right, all right, all right. <laughs> oh, Can you imagine? Man. These slaves keep getting younger, and I keep staying the same. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Four score, seven years ago. <laughs> all right. <laughs> That's awesome. Pretty sure we got a little film sack in our TMS there. It did, yeah. At the end. That was that was amazing. Yeah, the Tina voices yeah. kills me. Absolutely kills yeah. me. Yeah. Christine Fletcher, by the way, uh, just unsubscribed and uh, oh, she's out of here after that. She's out of here with that. After that, after that mashup, she's done. Christine, send me an email. Let me know how you're feeling. Let's make sure everything's okay. Because <laughs> that was a lot of that, uh, and she doesn't love it. Uh, all right, real quick here, got a couple of new patrons. Perfect day to be talking about these people because it's August first. Yeah, it's August first. They're br- brand new patrons. That's on a brand right. New month. Brand new month. Time to join. Get in here. You get an ad-free bonus content episode every day, cool stuff on the weekends, things in the mail, and it's only a monthly for tons of content. Yeah, that's right. Be like Jason L. and Cameron Dix. D-I-X. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just want to emphasize yeah. that cool last uh, name. You really did. Boy, I bet he's uh, Cameron Dix. did that, too. It sounds like a private eye or something. You know, Cameron Dix. That's yes, right. Exactly. Cameron Dix will find out why that dame walked into my life that day. Anyway, Jason L. Cameron Dix, you guys are awesome, and uh, welcome to the welcome to the, the the fun. If you want to be like them, join up at Patreon.com/slash/TMS. Details and more at Frogpants.com/slash/TMS, and keep those emails flowing, including if you got a couple of questions for Dan and his pharmaceutical expertness, uh, send them to themorningstream at gmail.com. They can also be a recommendation for a board game. That's fine too. Yeah. Uh, that's it for us. We're out of here. We need to play song before we go. I guess. Um, programming note uh this is like the most normal ass week ever so yeah. shows every day um Brian, couch potato on friday oh yeah yeah <laughs> yep that and then what else there was something else i was supposed to mention ah shit I can't think of it so i won't worry about it oh but i will worry about okay. a song so why don't you play one so i can worry about sure. that sure yeah, so, uh, by the way, I love the fact that uh, Tally just confused uh, Christine Fletcher and Louise Fletcher. She just confused the the wife of uh, the voice of TMS mm. and uh, Nurse Ratchet from One Floor of the Cuckoo's Nest. So. Nice. Good combo. <laughs> well done, Tally. All yeah. right. Uh, how about a request? This one isn't even on the board because um, uh, it's a personal request. Uh uh, we mentioned earlier that Nichelle Nichols, uh, Uhura, or as some people pronounce it, Yahura, Yahura uh, yeah. passed away this mm-hmm. last weekend. Yep. And uh, she's done a bunch of covers. And so I felt like, oh, well, let's let's definitely play one of her better covers. And no, it's not that horrible Star Trek that's so bad it's good Star Trek themed cover that she did with all the lyrics that, that Alexander Courage wrote. 
Uh, no, this one is uh, from the same album, her uh, 1970s album called Down to Earth, or I'm sorry, 1980s album called Down to Earth. It's a cover of the Nina Simone classic that was also covered very famously and beautifully by the band Muse. It is Feeling Good. Here is Nichelle Nichols. Sun up in the sky You know how I feel Breeze drifting by You know how I feel It's a new dawn and a new day It's a new life for me Thank you. 
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Look, you can see the blood. I thought that was your blood. I thought it was your blood.